a Shishkin Productions podcast. I'm just not a Man, steak guy. I don't I love, like steak. I love steak. But uh, make I, no mistake. I will, you love steak. Uh, make no me? mistake. No steak. No steak. Not make a no steak mistake. Guy. You steak me. No steak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, what's up, Sizzlers? Welcome to another episode of the Sizzle Real Podcast. This is the first episode of year two. Is it? Year is two. It, is yeah. it number 53? Episode number 53. That's awesome. That's it. We've been doing it for one solid year. One year is in the books. One year is in the great, books. Great year. I don't know how we're going to top it. <laughs> uh, we're just going to keep doing it all the way to a million. That's the, what we're doing. The number one ranked podcast that we did from episode from this year was the March Madness. Do you think March Madness? Uh, Madness. Mad, do you think that we're going to do that again this year? Are we going to do another March Madness coming up? Uh, if we do March Madness again, it's going to have to be a slightly different format. Like, I don't know whether it's different contestants, like, you know, not things that make us mad, yeah. but just like something else it's, editing it's, related. It's a, that, I definitely can't be 64 entries either. It was just it was overwhelming. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just a lot to get through. And I mean, I am a little bit surprised that that, that was the most listened to. It, it was a lot of fun because we had so many yeah. people on at different points. So that, that might have had something to do with it. But it was also much more difficult to coordinate. And honestly, for us doing it, it made a lot of sense. But for listeners, I could see how it was very difficult just to keep all track over of. the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of thing where you need like a visual representation. Like you yeah. need to be able to see our grid. That yeah. would have been great to have the Patreon back then. The Patreon would have been the perfect thing for it. I think you're right, though. It is going to be weird. I didn't think about that. We can't do the same concept because mm -hmm. we already used up 64 fucking topics. Exactly. So I guess we'll have to come up with something else. But don't worry. That's we're, that's a long We're going to incorporate it somehow. Yeah. Well, you know. We'll try. We got to do seasonal tentpole things or yeah, else we're yeah. going to run out of content. Yeah. We got to have a Halloween themed uh, special coming up here. In a couple oh, weeks. dude. Let's do a Halloween themed thing. That would be pretty good. We haven't uh, crashed the boards in a minute, I feel like. No. Or did we? No, we didn't, right? It's I, been it's, like a it's, few weeks. It's been like three or four weeks. Maybe that's something. I guess we, we could do that today. I like doing that when we have a guest on yeah same i think we've, that's more fun we've got a couple of things uh in the works we're gonna have a tree fort recap you know with speak, Evan Mueller. speaking of tree fort not to cut you off but maybe we can incorporate that in our march madness because Somehow. the next tree fort is during like the first it's week of be, march madness that's true it's, so, gonna, it's gonna be in march so yeah we'll have to maybe we'll incorporate a i don't know it's weird it's it's weird to do a visual medium a march madness for a visual medium over an audio medium yeah it it's very difficult yeah post-production as an we're, audio medium anyways and like, we're fucking crushing it no yeah. post-production is a video medium well i know yeah. i said as an audio oh, medium as an, yeah, it's, it's what we're doing it's tough, it's so, tough. Yeah, yeah it's very tough um chris where before we get started let the give the people what they want all right so instagram at sizzle real gang yes twitter at sizzle real gang most importantly uh the cold line. That's right. 332 333 Brr. Uh, brr. Brr. It's so cold in here. It is actually starting to get cold. Fall, falls upon us. The cold line is briefly is going to come into its prime here in the next few months. We're also on Patreon, Shishkin Productions, and we are on that that trendy one. What's it called? TikTok. We're, TikTok. On, we're on TikTok. Barely. Shishkin Productions there as well. We do have some coming up. I know we've been saying that for a while it's been busy it's been busy since we haven't the move. had fucking time yeah but we we've got some scripts written we just gotta we gotta get to doing them you know i don't think i was here a single weekend in september yeah i would believe it i think i was out every time this last week 
If you if you listened last week, we had Mike Bliss on for his uh so long farewell yeah. pod. But yeah. that week I was out of town. No, the week before that, I was out of town the entire week. Yep. At uh in, in Boise, Idaho. And Denver. And I was in Denver. I was in Idaho. We were doing um social media video stuff for a thing called the Tree Fort Music Festival. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, it's one of those things where it's weird because you're out of town for like five days and everyone's like, oh, he's at a music festival. Like he's just fucking relaxing and shit. And in reality, it was actually more stress, not stressful, but it was like it takes it out of you. Yeah, it was more tedious and like it uh, tiring than it was being here. And so I got back in and I was just like, damn, out of the frying pan and into the fire. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like right back into Matt King, texting emails every day, phone calls all this World Cup shit for MLS. But at the end of the day, the World Cup stuff, I think, is fire. I think it's looking pretty good so far. We've, yeah. we've got two episodes that are not completely finalized. We'll, we'll find out towards the end of the day. Yeah. Um, but yeah. they've they've been sent off to color. They're getting mixed right now. What, what you should do if you're listening to this is go to... If it's Monday, they're not going to be out yet. But if it's Tuesday, uh, the 5th of October, mm-hmm. then... At that point, you can go to the MLS YouTube channel and you can look for some World Cup qualifier uh, videos. Mm-hmm. The the Octagon, Concacaf qualifying. It's uh, they're pretty they're pretty good. I mean, I like them. I, I actually when I got home from work the other day, as if like I hadn't watched them enough already, I went and <laughs> I uh, airplayed it up to my TV and like watched it on a big TV just to see how it looked. And I was like, this is tight. Like I actually am stoked on it. I'm kind of excited to get them back from color and and rewatch them because. The last day that we were on them was just it was a blur of a day. This yeah. was on Friday, and yeah. we were here until like nine o'clock at night, just trying to to finalize the picture lock. Like we got a, a massive flood of B roll at like noon. It took a while to download, mm-hmm. and you know we're we're up against the the deadline, but we really wanted to to look good, so we stayed late. But like at this point, like I don't even remember exactly what it looks like, you know, yeah. because it's been through so many iterations. We've been handing it back and forth to each other. And I don't know. It's just been a, an ongoing project. I got to say, with this project, this has been one of those where the collaboration has been insane. Mm-hmm. They're like we've been handing projects off between like three or four different people and everything has gone super smoothly. It's surprising, like how not fucked up things have gotten Mm -hmm. we uh we've had four different editors on it at different points and have even had the the producer come in and edit with us and i honestly i think a big reason we've been able to do that is because of the producer because he's super organized has a vision and you guys you know like before we even went into production on this you guys sat down and like really kind of figured out what you wanted it to be like yeah, I mean, before, yeah, before we even did the interviews, mm-hmm. That's like, what I'm saying. we figured out what the episodes are going to be and who, we're, where we're going to, like, how we're going to tackle it and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's crazy because even, like, you have to keep post-production in mind during pre-production. Like, we're yeah. having pre-production, post-production meetings. Like, that's kind of kind of wild. I mean, that's, yeah, but that's what I like about him is he he always keeps post in mind. He's, mm-hmm. he's not, like, the kind of dude who's, like, goes out and does it and then has a meeting about, uh, okay, so here's what we fucked up. How are you going to fix it? You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. It's more like, uh, it's preemptive. It's yeah. like, oh, how are we going to plan for this to make it work? And the t- the deadlines were, were tight and the turnarounds were pretty tight. But um, what was really the most brutal thing, in my opinion, was we we spent the whole first like couple weeks like cutting this thing. And we didn't have any like good B-roll. We didn't have anything because yep. like, you know, 
different parties are involved and you have to get the b-roll from different places and you have to go get permission and stuff like that yeah and these so, companies they have different relationships with the yep. companies that are responsible for setting the video yeah 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 exactly and so you know some of them are going to be like different uh production companies some of them are different broadcasters some of them are are different uh just straight up like federations like sock us soccer federation exactly but us soccer doesn't shoot the stuff us soccer hires a company to shoot the stuff then you have multiple parties get involved Mm -hmm. it gets difficult to clear things and to get all the b-roll in the right places and a lot of it's international too yeah exactly and so we uh spent the whole first couple weeks we were like okay well let's just pull temporary b-roll off of youtube and do what we can with it yep uh and hopefully we'll get it cleared but then not only did we get it cleared but they sent over a treasure trove of like uh, 4K, uh, like field level, yeah. field level red camera footage. Oh, and yeah. it was just like, oh my God, we have the coolest footage to work uh-huh, with now. Yeah. But we only have like two days left to redo everything. Well, and re- realistically, we had like an afternoon to, to go through all the B roll and, and start trying to get to a picture lock. That's a good point. Yeah. Because like at, you know we're getting these back from the colorist on monday hopefully and there may be one or two small b-roll swaps and then we'll just be able to match the color from there i think yeah um yeah pulling back the curtain it's sunday when we're recording this yeah and just before we started recording i was here for a couple hours prepping things to go to color yep after we get out of this record i'm gonna prep stuff to go to sound yep so and yeah i mean this is it's coming down to the wire Luckily, there's a couple more episodes that are, you know, further down the line that we'll have more time to work on. Yeah. Yeah. And I I will say, even though it's coming down to the wire, it's not like we just slapped shit together. No, no, no. It looks great. We spent I mean, we spent weeks making really cool stories and cool episodes. It's just that at the end, I would say it's good that we got this footage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It sucks that it came in like pretty late, but it's better. It came in on Friday than it came in today oh my god you know you what imagine? i mean or monday yeah. or something yeah. like that then we would have had to push we would have had of... to push the release back yeah it would have yeah. by at least a day but so. uh as for now you should be able to watch uh an episode about the usa on tuesday mm-hmm. one about mexico on wednesday mm-hmm. and one about uh canada canada on thursday yeah. about their national teams and uh you know kind of a brief history of, of what they've been recently and what they're expecting out of these World Cup qualifiers. Yeah, definitely check those out on the MLS Major League Soccer YouTube mm-hmm. channel. And, they're going to be dope. And then after that, we'll have a hopefully two or three more episodes and they won't be focusing oh, it's strictly on teams, uh, but they'll be more about big picture things that all teams are involved in. Exactly, you know? exactly. But, that's exclusive. I don't know if they've dropped any of that. So yeah, I'm Joe th- Nana, if you're listening, <laughs> you know you know where to watch the soccer stuff. Speaking of Joe Nana, yeah, we have uh, we got a voicemail. We got a voicemail. He actually has left two voicemails over the last couple. Is weeks. it about Panda Express? So no, the, not this one. Joe Nana is okay. a big Panda Express fan. So maybe what we'll do is this: we'll we'll play one now, and then after the break, after we'll the break, play this. Yeah. We'll play his other one. Okay. So here's a, here's a voicemail from Joe Nana. Up. It's your boy Joe Nana, long time listener, first time caller. Um, I've just been wondering, you know, where has Air Vince One been? Uh, it's been a while since we heard from him. Just, uh, you know, trying to figure out uh, what's going on in his life. All right. Had a great time on the, uh, this is a real uh, getaway. See you at the next one. You know, Joe, we, we have that same question all the time. <laughs> 
All the time, I have that same question. Eric's one marches to the beat of his own drum. Yeah, so he's like the Kyrie Irving of the of the office. <laughs> <laughs> Vince uh, Vince actually went with y'all to Tree Fort. That's right. So that's that's partially where he's been, and I think we're gonna try to have him on the Tree Fort retrospective. Exactly. I think what we need to do for the Tree Fort retrospective is have Amy and Vince on for mm-hmm. half of the show, and yeah. have Evan on for half of the show. I think that'd be great. Um. Because, uh, you know, again, let, let me let me just delve into the strategy for Tree Fort and for mm-hmm. coverage strategies. Because sure. actually, you know, when producer Kyle was in the office the other day, he was like, he was saying he wanted to uh, talk about real time social production strategies, and I was mm-hmm. like, well, shit. I mean, yeah, like we do it for Tree Fort every year. Yeah. So I learned um, a lot of uh, real time production strat like real time social production strategies from uh, old Intel jobs. Really? Via uh, Scott Palmer, Matt King. They were the ones who I first ever worked with to like when they were, when we would do stuff and turn it around and put it out on social. You know, when I was like when su- you were at a convention or something yeah, like exactly, that. Yeah, exactly. Like a conference or some shit. Yeah. If I was when I was super green, I was just like, I don't get why we're shooting this, then editing it, then uploading it back to a phone and sending it out. Like, why don't we just do it on the phone? Um, that Again, this was 20. 13 Mm -hmm. so like i didn't know what the fuck i was talking about but um you know that type of stuff where we would go and at at 10 30 a.m shoot uh, a quick little interview and some b-roll and then drop it off to me on my laptop at like a plastic table in the back room (laughs) and then you know output it by noon like that that kind of stuff is what got me in the flow of it And, and that's where i learned a lot of strategies but with tree fort it's it's really it's really wild like we have um, three video people, like sh- three shooters. Um, in this case, it was Tyler, uh, Brad, and Vince. Um, and each of those shooters have an assistant or a producer kind of with them, right? Sure. So Amy was partnered with Vince. Um, and each of those shooters have a schedule that they have to follow every day. And festival's five days long. It's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it's not just music. It's, it's all sorts of different stuff. I yeah. mean, they have like yoga for it they right. have ale for it which is where yeah. you get your beers mm-hmm. um hack, hack for it which is like a tech thing story mm-hmm. for it which is a lot of storytelling stuff exactly and they, they add new ones every year it's, and, it's always growing and on top of that it's not like it's just one venue there is a main stage downtown that's outside that they block off a whole thing for it but there's also like i i think maybe 12 to 15 other separate venues yeah they're all over downtown they're walkable but they're still yeah, all the, over the, the festival place. takes place across all of downtown Boise. Yeah, like I would think the, of it the like the entire city. Basically. Yeah, I would think of it like a like a South by, but like way smaller, yeah. like way more DIY independent. Um, and so we have these three teams and each of them have a schedule. Um, and those schedules sometimes start. Technically, the festivals can start at like 10 a.m., but we never cover anything that early. We start usually the earliest thing we'll do is noon and it'll mm-hmm. go until 2 a.m. Easy. And so. What happens is, you know, throughout the day, and we're going to get more insight on this when we have Evan and them helping cover it. Evan, it will meet up with the shooters. The shooters will say, hey, I have a gap in my day right now. I, I can dump a card. Let's meet up. They swap cards. Then Evan imports all those, kind of pulls a select real quick and, you know, blah, 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 repeat every time until the end of the day. And at the end of the day, at like 2 a.m., I would go in and sit with him. We would go through all the selects. Uh, we would mark the ones that we really liked. Um, and then he would kind of 
pull those, start the edit, and then in the next morning, I'd come by again, and we would actually do the cut. It's like a 45 to 50 second recap of what happened that day. Sure. And then we deliver that by noon. So it That's is... so intense. It's an, I would it's, hate to do that. It's an insane, insane turnaround. Um, but that is where Air Vince 1 has been uh, mm-hmm. to some extent. He was at, at this festival. And, you know, it was very interesting seeing, like, him specifically, also Amy, people who have been there for the first time adapt to it. Because you could tell on Wednesday... The first day, and this was the first time that they had the main stage open all five days. Really? Yeah. Really? So you could see, like, the first day there was kind of uh, a little deer in the headlights. Like, yeah. oh, what's what exactly, like, are we doing? And it would be stuff where, you know, I kept their schedule light on the first day, and I'd say, yo, these are the two things you have to cover. And then, you know, they'd be like, oh, I don't have anything to cover till 11. I was like, yeah, but the point is... I left it open for you to go do what's most interesting for you and cover that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And that if, way that way they're not too overwhelmed and they get to have a little bit of fun on the first day right. while they're, you know, still doing their job. Yeah. And just like get a little comfortable with the idea of tree fort. Yeah. And so the first day was was a a bit like being thrown into um thrown in the deep end kind of. But um the second day started getting going and then really like throughout the weekend um they were just absolutely crushing it and you know uh air vince one said he was uh, stoked to be there because i was like man i'm afraid that this isn't going to be his scene he's not really going to like it but uh we turned him into a punk so That's awesome. air vince one yeah. was like singing uh misfit, singing misfits and shit at the yeah. end of the week he's yeah. moshing he, he was he's like elbowing people he was like i ain't no goddamn son of a bitch <laughs> 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 it was pretty funny um but yeah i mean so that that is, answers joe nana's question that's where air vince one has been um he said he also said he had a great time on the sizzle reel getaway i don't know what the hell that means but maybe he was following along on the instagram with yeah the, yeah uh, I, I think that's what retreat. happened yeah that, and that's the other thing air vince one was doing was he he was putting us and all our shenanigans out on uh on yeah. instagram stories like us literally just fucking around being extremely unprofessional unprofessional drunk yeah throwing cheese at people yep yep you know, I thought it was going to be like a curated, like, these are some moments, right. you know, like, this is the team building that we're doing no. while we're doing the uh, the scavenger hunt that was actually a ton of fun. Yeah. None of that was on there. Everything that he put on there was us being drunken idiots, not the scavenger hunt that was the team building, like you said, that we spent six plus hours doing that yeah. I spent like three plus four hours making. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. No. The stuff that got on was like us running around pretending to be Roombas, <laughs> tripping over each other, Call like it, calling each other on bananas. Yeah, like holding a holding a fucking tennis racket up to my ear as if it's a phone. We're, we were all like, like marching around, it like, was, it, like it was so stupid. Oh my goodness! But yeah, I had a great time. No, but, it was uh, a great time. Yeah. It, don't uh, don't judge a book by its cover. You know what, what Joe you Nana- saw on the stories was not really what. All that happened. Joe, if we, if we can get you doing some some more work for us, then yeah. I think that gets you an invite on the next one. Joe Nana, you, is you a, have to have a certain amount of days a year. But Mike Bliss, he just left New York, so it leaves a gap. It leaves a gap. Um, Joe Nana is the head writer now for uh, the Game Day Versus. Yeah, maybe not the head writer. Well, You're you the know. head writer. Joe Nana is like the uh, I don't know. He he he, he gets it going, writer. and I take it over the finish line. That's that's how it's been going. It's been helping me a lot too because like. 
I procrastinate the worst when it comes to writing. Like editing, I can jump right into something. Yeah. But writing those, I just like, I'm like, oh, I need to do more research and like come up with better angles. And I'm like, no, I don't. I need to just fucking write it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I actually don't mind writing those. The football ones, I just cannot. I just don't know. I literally don't know anything. So I can't write them. With basketball, I'll go into those and I can probably knock them out in like an hour or two hours yeah. because. I do the exact opposite. The first thing I do is just like lean into what I think about the players. Oh, and see. then I go and find if the stats really back it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, I gotcha. I mean, we have a busy October coming up, not to switch subjects. But Joe Nana is going to be coming on because he's I think he's oh, coming shit. to New York. Joe might be coming. To Joe New might York. be. That's yeah, right. So, and we're going to have, uh, you know, the tree fort recap episode and germ is going to come on. We're going to do a very special Ask not me anything crossover episode. Are we really? Yeah, it's that's happening. gonna be cool. It's gonna happen. That's very cool. It's gonna be pretty, 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 pretty cool. Um, yeah, Chris. Uh, real quick before we go to this break, you had to run the ship. Oh yeah, solo yeah. dolo. Yeah. So while uh, while everyone was out at Tree Fort having a great great time, grand old time, I was here mostly by myself, just uh, just trying to write the ship. You know, yeah. it was just left in <laughs> left in disrepair for me. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. It, it wasn't too bad. It was a little bit intense because there was a, a slight crossover where uh, my sister was visiting the city for her 21st birthday. So I was off. So we had a freelancer just running things by herself on one of the days. And I was just supervising from she killed it. Yeah, no, she did a great job. Uh, but I was remote for that. She knocked it out of the park on Monday. And then on Tuesday, I was back in. And really, I was just catching up on that World Cup qualifier stuff. I was just editing most of the time. Yeah. I had a lot of notes to hit. And at first, it was a little bit overwhelming because I hadn't even worked in those projects yet at that point. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really, you know, I had an idea of what the stories were. But I was slowly trying to upgrade the B-roll, trying to figure out what was old, what was new, what mm -hmm. was... Uh, what was borrowed, what was blue. Exactly, right. exactly. Um <laughs> And it actually checks out. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, that's exactly what it was. And, the, you know, I got them all in a good space and, yeah. and sent them off on Friday, uh, that Friday evening. Uh, we did have our intern come in for the second time, and he actually helped me out a lot. I felt bad because I couldn't be as hands-on as I wanted to be mm -hmm. and, you know, like really coach him up. But he's a quick learner, and what I had him do was just kind of start projects kind of uh li like for the game day versus i had him yeah. kind of get a head start on getting sourcing all the assets and pulling selects and i also had him do some mls work mm -hmm. um and it was another series that we had done a couple ep episodes on there's simple edits so he was able to just like look at prior versions yeah. and those sequences did he do like a good job with that one where it, to, to, for, for everyone listening it's uh it's called 22 under 22 and basically it's a comparison between two players it's like a kind of a slideshow type thing almost yeah well so yeah basically you show there's two players it's usually two up-and-coming players who play a similar position i think this one was like wingers or something mm -hmm. like that and you show alternating highlights of them basically and at the end you show a card that compares their stats exactly it's a it's a really simple edit um he he did fine. He I mean, it out. That's he, what's up. Yeah, he understood the pacing of it. The only issue was that uh, we only had two highlights for each guy to start with. Um, 
So, so we had to go back through the old stuff we have. No, so so I got um he's the producer sent over a couple extra plays towards the end of the day, mm-hmm. and at that point I wasn't gonna have him like stay late and do that. Oh, yeah. so, so you I, just swapped him in. Yeah, so I just swapped him in and then sent it off. But yeah, no, he put it in a great place for me, and you know it's good. I'm glad that I'm glad that he hit us up. You know he uh, yeah yeah he he was very proactive, which is cool. Um, and also I wouldn't feel too bad about not being hands-on. I would feel bad about not being hands-on and teaching him stuff. Like if, if it was like a for credit type internship, Yeah, yeah. but yeah. he's getting paid. I yeah. mean, like, and if you're sitting there and for one of the hours of the day, you have nothing to do while well, you're still getting paid. So exactly. You know, and on you know, YouTube, learn some shit. Yeah. To take any of, the, of these, these finals and put them in your reel, you know, get, yeah. get additional work, you know, like, yeah. you know, slowly, slowly getting used to the industry, build your repertoire. Exactly. You know Cause he, it, as far as I can tell, he's super green to the industry, but he knows the programs. Like he's, yep. he's very committed to, to learning them. And like, you, I, I can explain things to him and he understands exactly what I'm talking about within the programs. Yeah. I have been able to teach him like a couple of small tricks that I think will help his workflow. But uh, I'm excited to see uh, to see him learn some After Effects and yeah. to see him uh, hopefully take over uh, Versus. Yeah. That'd yeah. be pretty fun if I, that was his thing. That'd be pretty cool. That would help me out a lot too. Uh, just because, I mean, I like Versus, but that's, yeah, but that's all I've been doing for six months now, yeah, basically, yeah, with some, some MLS stuff in yeah, between. Yeah. I mean, there's hopefully there will be other stuff. Well, there will be other stuff. That others, yeah, there's we more got some stuff trailer edits, starting some tomorrow. Some edits coming up. We got a yeah. pretty busy, busy week coming up. Um, all right, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about a retrospective of our first year. We'll go over some, well, some favorite moments because we have a voicemail to play that kind of talks about that. Okay, cool. All right. Do you ever want to fall asleep to candlelight? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I, just leave it burning all night. Uh, you know, I do that more times than I would like to admit. Yeah, I do that with the oven sometimes. You cannot leave a candle burning before you go to bed, but you should probably put on a candle to wind down. It's nice. It's lovely to just have a, a, a good scent. It relaxes you. It puts you in a good place mentally. You think of it like a little nightcap. Nightcap? That's one of my favorite scents from Smells Like. What? They have a scent called nightcap? Yeah, it's Merlot, black cherry, patchouli, and amber. Patchouli and amber. That sounds like a sitcom from the 70s, doesn't it? I bet it's a hilarious one that makes me feel good. And you kind of would want to fall asleep watching that sitcom. Well, you can. Go to SmellsLikeBK.com, put in promo code SIZZLE, you get 20% off. And you go ahead and follow Smells Like BK on Instagram. That's at smells underscore like BK. And don't forget, promo code SIZZLE. And make sure you turn that candle off before you go to sleep. Welcome back, Sizzlers. And uh, we do have one more voicemail. I think Mm -hmm. it's also from Joe, is what I'm hearing. Super fan. Super Super fan. fan. Joe Nana, number one fan. Dude, Joe is keeping keeping the podcast afloat with content right now. Honestly, we might have to ask Evan if he's willing to donate the key lime pie thing to Joe because Joe's going to be here in October. Oh it's like, yeah. Just pass it forward. You know what I mean? I know yeah. Evan's not going to be here for the key lime pie. Well, well, maybe, maybe we have to figure something else out for him or maybe. For we'll, yeah. No, 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 not for Joe. For Evan. For Evan. Yeah. You know, I did tell Joe we're going to take him to a nice dinner, a nice omakase sushi dinner because of the oh, writing okay. that he's done. Cause okay. he refuses to send invoices. So I'm like, all right, well, if you don't want to send invoices, let's we'll just take, take you out for dinner, sushi yeah. or some shit. But he seems like he'd be a Peter Luger kind of guy. Dude, I've still never been. I've never been either. Do you Maybe think the one here Joe. is better or the one in Great Neck is better? Oh, pff, 
I don't know. I've, yeah, I mean, I think the one here is, is this the original, the one here? I assume I don't know. so. I, I've heard that it's overrated. I walk by it every single Tuesday on my way to, on my way to volleyball, and I'm yeah. always like, meh. I'm just not a nah. steak guy. I, I don't love, like steak. I love steak, but make I, no mistake. I, you love steak. Uh, make no me? mistake. No steak. No steak. Not make a no steak mistake. Guy. You steak me no steak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call me a fucking vampire because me no steak. <laughs> me no steak. <laughs> or a what, werewolf or whatever the fuck. Uh, I think it's a vampire. I think it's, I a, think vampire. it's a vampire. I think it's Count it's a, It might be a caveman the way you're speaking. Make no mistake. Me no steak. Me no steak. Uh, talking about steaks talking about count chocula what you ever have count chocula the cereal yeah i've had it what do you think one out of ten. One one through ten scale. oh <laughs> for me i just gave away my my rating oh i'd give it like a four or five it's That's like it's like super average two, i don't care two. it's not 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 good i'm not if i if i'm trying to have like a, a super sugary cereal not, soup. Cereal. not soup cereal not super cereal <laughs> cereal is a soup cereal is a soup i agree um <laughs> i would probably go with like a cinnamon toast crunch or wow yeah i love that That's stuff. the sugary one you want to go for well it, yeah why not if, if i had to pick a sugary cereal i'd probably pick Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. You don't <laughs> that, remember that? that? Yeah. No, I don't remember. Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. Maybe I'll try to look it up and put it in the episode. Yeah. Fuck, I have to edit this after this. Shit. Uh, Maybe I shit. won't do that. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. Either way, here's Joe Nana. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Joe Nana. Long time listener. First time caller. Uh, you know, it's seems like it was just yesterday, back in uh, February, when Alexi told me he started a podcast about five weeks earlier, and uh, actually, shit, it would have been 20 weeks earlier. Uh, back in the day when, you know, EditPod 3000 was around, when I started listening, and, uh, you know, I just wanted to say congrats on a year. Uh, I think I can confidently say I am the only person who is probably listen to every single episode uh, and continues to. So as uh, the number one uh, podcast fan and the uh, number one podcast guest, uh, once again, congratulations and uh, probably see you guys in a couple weeks. Cool, cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad that we have a super fan. He is the number one fan. Appreciate you, Joe Nana. Thank you for the uh, congratulations. You know, it is. It is crazy. That we've been doing this for so long. One thing that uh, stuck out to me there was. He was like, you know, you told me in February that you had a podcast or whatever. And uh, it's it's funny to me because then he's like, it's been like, that was like five weeks. And he was like, oh, shit, no, it was like 20 weeks. And it makes me really uh, think about my publicity strategy. It's because I'm always just like, yeah, I'm just going to make it and organically. Maybe it'll happen. Something will happen. And, and don't tell anyone. Just like start doing it. You know what I mean? Which doesn't make any sense no i mean and the way that we especially the way we run germs pod like we're trying to get you know guests with a following so that they can retweet you know or yeah. you know whatever Repost, retweet whatever yeah exactly so that they leverage their audience exactly like we're just trying to get lots of different people lots of different eyes and ears you know listening and uh for us, we just fucking do it. We yeah. just come in here and record. To be fair, I think for like, you know, for us, when we started this, it was to learn how to use the fucking gear. It wasn't yeah, like we were true. out that's here true. trying. We just wanted to get comfortable recording this. But uh, at the same time, like, w I don't like to do the PR thing, even for germs. I don't do the PR thing. I'll do the booking and I'll yeah. do outreach and try to get guests and like, you know, politely suggest that maybe they should repost his story or something like that. But I don't, I'm not out here like, you know, 
sending press releases and shit like that. You know, we should send a press release about the sizzle reel. Okay, why not? Yeah, let's I do it. might get picked up somewhere. I, I, no, no film school, dude. We should. Like no, no film school would distance themselves from us. I They'd be I, like, these motherfuckers just talked about cereal for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't blame them. You know, I actually, I don't think a single one of my friends knows that I do this podcast who isn't like in our Circle. friend group. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, same. Like I Same. literally I because I don't where am I going to I don't have anywhere to post it either, you know, but yeah. also even if I did, I don't think I would be out here like just posting listening to my podcast. It's like, all right, dude, like white guy with the podcast, like there's no need to keep publicizing. I actively you know? don't want people who I know listening. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, what's so funny is that there probably are a couple people who just randomly have listened that we don't even know have listened. You, you mean like I mean? who who are people in our lives who have yeah, listened yeah, and we yeah. don't realize it yeah yeah hmm. yeah i think so but uh, the thing is this show's not good enough for them to stick around they'll yeah. probably just listen to like three minutes not even three they'll probably listen to like one minute and be like okay fuck this yeah and, and a lot of the episodes really just like delve off into nothingness yeah and they don't, they don't make any away. sense if, if you're not in our circle or yeah, if it's, you it's, don't it's a do weird, these kind of things yeah specific it's very specialized like yeah. if you're not editing you're not gonna fucking you're not gonna you're not gonna get it dude yeah, you you're just, just not gonna fucking it. understand. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're high level. We're up here, and you're well you're down there. I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> I'm super <laughs> maybe, high. Maybe, man. maybe they're high level, and we're down here. Oh uh, yeah, that maybe makes more sense. Maybe we're the the bottom feeders. I mean, the swamp bugs. We are. You're, you're a swamp bug. Thank you, man. Appreciate yeah. you. A swamp bug. Swamp bug. Status. Swamp bug. Um, Chris, <laughs> this is uh, why no one listens. Look, so yeah, this second half is going to be very light on material because we don't really have anything left to say. Um. I do know that it's Sunday, the day before. This is almost the closest to the posting time that we've recorded this. This yeah. is this is real time. This is real this is time. Like a real time turnaround. I kind of like it though because we're we're much more topical than normal. Yeah, not yeah, really. That's true. <laughs> not, I mean, not really. We're about to like completely be untopical because I was saying we should talk about the NBC Universal and uh, YouTube TV uh, little tiff that they had, little problem. Yeah, I think we can start it with a little bit of backstory though. About YouTube TV versus Fubo TV. Okay, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, so about maybe four to six months ago, uh, we we all decided you, me, and Amy to go in on a Fubo TV subscription and kind of share it because mm -hmm. you can have uh, three different profiles. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, it worked okay for me because I was able to Chromecast everything from my phone. But part of the issue with Fubo TV is even though you can have three profiles, only one of them can use a television app at the same time. So right. the other people have to Chromecast or AirPlay. Uh, unless they're on the same network. Yes. <laughs> like, so if you're on the same internet... Then you can use multiple TVs with different accounts. Yeah. So what the like, fuck does that? that doesn't make it, any fucking sense. It's supposed to be like for like a family that all lives yeah. together. Right. So yeah. you can have it on multiple devices in the same house. I kind of get it, but also fuck them and their bullshit. I think it's some bullshit. Um, and th so you were talking about YouTube TV and I was like kind of hesitant because Fubo was working great with for me. Like I didn't mind yeah. it at all. Um, but you guys were having bigger issues. And then we switched to YouTube TV. Maybe two weeks ago three well, weeks I ago i had switched to youtube tv on accident in june because i signed up because there was a some soccer game or something that i wanted to watch but i couldn't uh watch it because other people were watching shit and i was like all right fuck it i'm gonna sign up for youtube tv free trial and just like watch a soccer game today mm -hmm. and then i forgot to unsubscribe so for like three months i was paying like 70 dollars a month without like i i just completely didn't realize it it was That's, some bullshit yeah but 
We switched two weeks ago from Fubo to YouTube TV two or three weeks ago. Best decision I think I've Dude, ever made. I, I will straight up shill for, for YouTube TV right now. I yeah. know it's Google. I know they're a fucking massive conglomerate, whatever, mm-hmm. asshole. But YouTube TV is amazing because it's unlimited DVR storage, even mm-hmm. though we share it across three people. And mm-hmm. technically, we can share it with up to five. Yep. Um, we can all be on the TV app at the same time if we choose. Mm-hmm. Um, and back back to the storage thing with uh, with Fubo, we only got 300 gigs and it was shared amongst the three of us. And I was using it most of it because I basically I said it to every time House Hunters International came on, mm-hmm. I told it to record it. Exactly. And, uh, same with Jeopardy. Same with Jeopardy. I turned Jeopardy off after a little bit. But uh House Hunters I didn't turn off. But I set it up on YouTube TV now. I got House Hunters just populating. Dude, it's so cool too because like when you go to a channel that is uh, in progress. In progress. A lot of the times it gives you the option to join live or to start from the beginning, which is dope, especially with movies. Like it's great if you catch if you catch the tail end of a movie, you can actually just jump back to the front and start it right there and skip over the, the commercials because yep, it was recorded. It was recording with Fubo. You could tell it like save this and then I'll watch it after. But mm-hmm. like you couldn't go back to the start like that. But Fubo had there was just so many things wrong with that. That thing was janky. It was it was not. Cool. It was great for sports, for live sports, and you know not too much else. I mean, it yeah, really is YouTube, just a cable replacement. And the YouTube TV thing is even better for live sports. Yeah. I would say it's got a lot of dude. It's got it, all the same channels. It, it's so cool too because it kind of will pick up on your on your uh, watching habits and suggest you know shows for you. You add it to your list and then it just like auto DVRs everything yeah. and like tells you when it's coming on. Yeah, it's, it's pretty sick. It's pretty sick. I but, really like it. So they were having a little tiff with NBC and I don't know what the fuck it was about. Some money shit I'm sure. But NBC was basically like hey we're threatening to pull all of our channels from YouTube TV and they did some fucking like just petty bullshit yeah. where apparently they were running like some sort of like big red graphic across all of their channels just at the bottom or at the top uh, or for something. me it was just a giant black bar scrolling oh, literally you know. constantly and it was super annoying because it was during football games it and would cover up the score up, yeah. yeah and it would it would just basically say like May, like if we don't come to an agreement by October or something yeah. like you're going to get all these channels will be pulled yeah it's like, like the classic uh, it used to happen with like Dish Network all the time there's yeah. always some sort of controversy always trying to get channels pulled um, it was pretty it was pretty whack though of them to do and let, you, go ahead. let me just say fuck NBC yeah. dude NBC sucks it is the worst service Peacock is fucking terrible. Trash. The NBC, only reason it even is afloat or exists is because of the Olympics. Yeah, if the Olympics well, didn't happen. I don't see how people. I think it's would be the Olympics thing. and maybe The Office. Like you yeah. know, just like they're resting on their laurels from 15 years ago when they yeah. put out a couple of good shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and Peacock is garbage, garbage, garbage. All of their sports coverage, like they did such a terrible job with the Olympics. I can't believe they have it for another dozen years or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's they. I was so frustrated because, I mean, tape delays aside, like that's just kind of a difficult thing to work with, but you could never know what was on at what time because the way they would list it in the They would do like a three hour block. It would, yeah, three hour block and it would say like men's volleyball, women's swimming and and archery. Exactly. But it wouldn't tell you what was coming when or whatever. Yeah. So you had no way to watch it. And sometimes they'd cut to commercial in the middle of volleyball games. Well, like, and another thing they would do a lot is they would just like switch the channels. So like if you want, you thought you were watching something, but 
it was on a different channel and the channel that the another thing was on was on another channel so you're playing musical chairs trying to go from channel to channel to figure exactly. out what's going on it was all a mess i also i have a long-standing beef with them too because uh nbc had the nhl for the longest yep. time and they just let it die there yeah. and now finally uh espn has nhl so this year i'm because my favorite team is out of market from where i live i get to watch all 82 games on espn except Plus. when they come play the rangers or that's see like that. that's true but i uh I already have watched more Red Wings games this season than I have at this point anytime it was on yeah, NBC. I just watched preseason hockey the Same. other night. Yeah, I, I can't wa- believe I it. I watched preseason oh, Red Wings versus Blue Jackets. It's and so I was cool. like, nice. This is a win. This is something that's not mm-hmm. going to happen very often the rest of the year. Uh, here's the thing. So YouTube and NBC ended up settling and we're good. The NBC channels are still there. Sure. But check this out. And again, YouTube are the ones who sent out this letter. So obviously they get to, you know, change the perception however they wish but they wrote um basically they were like hey so the price is going to remain at 65 dollars a month like you don't have to that's not going to change and then they were like if it if we were going to lose the channels we were planning to lower your price by ten dollars a month i was like damn you know shout out to youtube for like doing that but i I don't i think i think there was something where when they originally got them they they increased the price of youtube tv so they're just you know bringing it back but that's still i mean in in an age where where these especially big companies like google will just like keep pocketing your money and hope you don't notice it is nice to to give back a little bit i um i gotta say like i was just scrolling through random shit yesterday i went and saved um John Wick was on, so I saved that on DVR. Mm-hmm. But I was a. Uh, apparently, we have a thing there called Billiards TV or some shit, and I was like, "Man, this is uh, this kind of cool. I want to watch some billiards." And so I turn it on, and uh, these guys like are the the balls are like just out on the table, mm-hmm. like the guys are hitting them and just completely missing the pocket every single time. Sometimes they're just hitting it. It's not even going anywhere near the pocket. I was like, these guys suck. What am I watching? And then it turned out it was a game called One Pocket. So you have to make, each player gets one pocket and you have to make all the balls into that one pocket. Oh, man. So it's like more of a def- defensive game. Interesting. And if, if you get in a different pocket, is it like sinking an eight ball? Uh, early? If you or get like- it in any of the other pockets of the other four, that ball just comes back out and gets put on the table in the middle. Okay. Like, but if you make it into the opponent's pocket on accident, then it's a minus one or something like okay. that. Okay, that's kind of cool, but actually. It, it's a very cool game, but it's not... Like, if you're not into pool, it's not fun to watch. Oh, of it's course. like a defensive battle. Like, because you basically are playing defense until the other... Per- if Once the other person gets a ball, they're usually so good that they can keep setting themselves up to, like, pretty much run, like, seven or eight in a row in gotcha. one game. Yeah. Um, however... They were like, we'll be right back after this, after these messages. And I was like, oh, this is weird. Billiards TV. Like, I, what kind of ads are going to be running on fucking Billiards TV? And it cuts to uh, two minutes. It says like, time until we come back. Two minutes. 159. 150, it's counting down, right? Sure. And a fucking Venom trick shots, you like video, pool trick shots video comes up that i edited from whistle sports no I, was like, way. I was like what the fuck like so That's this so is cool. where this shit lives i never thought this shit was gonna like go anywhere not that it went anywhere because it's billiards tv but that's just the craziest thing about the content that we make is like there is so much of it that like it just ends up permeating and populating in the most random weird places you'd ever expect totally meaningless but like 
it's just weird to see follow that content's life. You're like, what the fuck? Now it's running on billiards TV. Like, what is this? Shit? Exactly. You know like, I, mean? I, I fully expect, you know how um, there's some services like Pluto TV yeah. uh, that, you know, that's basically free TV and it has a bunch of random like. I think Complex has its own channel yeah, there. Yeah, Tastemade like, has exactly. one. I think Whistle Sports has one. Exactly. A lot of these big YouTube channels just like run all their content, especially their longer form content on these channels all day. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, we'll come across something that we've worked on because, yeah. I mean, we do digital video for, typically for, for YouTube, but yeah. you know that it all gets recirculated. Like yeah. once the content exists... They can just keep replaying it as long as it's somewhat relevant. It's just like the weirdest thing because that broadcast last night of the one one pocket pool, whatever. Mm-hmm. How many people you think watched that? Under, I, I would literally, I literally think it was probably under five hundred people. Really, you think it's that low? Who the fuck is watching that? It was like it was like one thirty a.m. on a Saturday night, and it was. Uh, it's like such a hyper specific game on a channel that exists among like hundreds of other channels on one service. I don't know anywhere else you can get billiards TV other than YouTube TV. Like, I I feel like I was one of the proud few watching that shit. You probably were. It was it was me out here just watching two men play pool for an hour. Just not getting a single ball in the hole. That's that's what I was watching. Yeah, yeah, and, and a, a bunch of random degenerates like chasing, chasing on uh, on wagers, like just just yeah. trying to parlay into some weird billiard, defensive billiards game that yeah. they didn't even know existed. Dude, I but well, you know what I did say? I was like, wow, this is a pretty crazy game, and I'm glad I know the rules because now me and uh, engineer producer Will can uh, can play this game and anchored in sometime. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, I also just quick shout out now that we're talking about you know board board type games yeah we just got a, a bino board bino and for for those of you who don't know which is probably most of you because i didn't even know until we bought it uh it's basically a little a little tabletop soccer game where yeah. you you flick a ball and uh it's got some cool rules we got a custom branded it's pretty sick yeah it's uh it's been a nice little time killer in the office it's a good little like distractor you yeah know, you like need a break me up 10 like minute a... break from from looking at a screen mm-hmm. could go play some bino and it's like it's low stakes because it's you know just a silly little game but it, you, you kind of get into it and it kind of like wakes you up and it's gets fun. you yeah exactly and it's also like zen you know because it's just like flicking a ball over mm-hmm. and over again um one last thing before we get out of here, back to producer Will. Him and I went and played pool the other day, and uh, he was wearing all black that day, like kind of looking like a like cowboy. A, oh, I thought you were so, going to say a stagehand. No, nah, kind of like a stagehand too, but like a cowboy a little bit. So we were calling him. I was like, man, it's the man in black, Johnny Cash. But then um, we were playing pool, and uh, <laughs> we started calling him Johnny Scratch. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, no, Johnny Scratch, what's up? Oh, but no, no, he's good. He's good. But it was just funny to roast him. You know what I mean? Johnny Scratch. Johnny Scratch. We called him a boy named Pool. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was pretty good. Um, Chris, before we get out of here, what's uh, one last time where the people can call and leave? Call and leave a fucking message. Guys. Yeah. Joanna's yeah. the only one participating. Yeah. I mean, Evan it's, does it's too. I'll, I'll give it to Evan. Evan, he, he Evan gets out. a pass. 
Evan always gets a pass. Uh, but I know we have some other listeners, a couple listeners who yeah. just have never called in. There's some, there's some people. It's very wack. Uh, it's it's 4361 That is the sizzle reel cold line. If if you're one of those people who gets anxious when you call someone because you're afraid that you're gonna have to like actually talk to a human being, don't worry. You're not gonna. You're just gonna leave a message, which actually might be even more anxiety inducing for a lot. Of I know, people. right? Because we're gonna play it live on air. We um, but if if your message sucks, we won't play it. Also, if yeah. you're in the middle of your message and it's not going well, just say, hey, please don't play this, and then we won't play it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, probably not. Um, we're also on Instagram and Twitter at Gang. We're on Gmail, SizzleRealGang at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, and we have TikTok, Shishkin Productions, and... And very important, mm-hmm. a Patreon, mm-hmm. Shishkin Productions, $5 a month, gets True. you into a happy hour and just into the inner circle. Yeah, into the Discord, most importantly. Into the Discord. The Discord's actually a ton of fun, guys. There's a question of the day at least three times a week. Yeah. And uh, we're up to like 20 people. We've got 20 people, I think, in the Discord. Yeah. So if there's any reason to to join the Patreon, it's to join the Discord. It really um, is cool. It's a, it's a pretty pretty fun time. And uh you know, a lot of, lot of really cool people in there. There is, know? and there's always a chance to, Hakeem Olajuwon to be, is oh, in there. Don't tell him. Oh, shit, sorry. Yeah, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon's not in there. <laughs> uh, that was just a dream that you had. That was a, yeah, that was a, that was a dream. <laughs> it was all a dream. I used to be in the Discord with Hakeem. <laughs> um, all right, well, uh, yeah, I mean, should we get the fuck out of here? Yeah, it let's is a call Sunday it. Afternoon. It is Sunday afternoon. And, uh, Time to go uh, enjoy the sunshine. Yeah, I'm going to go to Canal Street and buy some, Are some you fake, really? fake perfume. I don't know what I'm doing the rest Damn, of my dude. day. Damn, dude. I'm going home, and I'm playing video games. Hell yeah. That's what I... I woke up today, and Lisa said, what do you want to do? I said, I want to sit around and play video games. And she was like, it's a beautiful day. Let's do stuff. It's not beautiful. It's t- way too hot. Yeah, it's, it's a little way hot. way too hot to do shit. All right. All right. See you later, Sizzlers. A Shishkin Productions podcast.